is up everybody we are back something's up with steven it is january 1st 2020 bringing in the new year oh man i hope you all had a fun safe evening last night and it was a good one we are in a new decade a new era and uh, i'm excited for the things that are to come uh, we got a lot of exciting stuff happening here getting the studio still going we're still working on it people we got some good shit coming um, writing some skits for the YouTube channel you know and still as always get at me on anchor send me an email do something people just tell me what you guys think I want to hear from you too uh, we're just gonna get right on into it so uh, pretty much uh, what did you guys think of back to the future Back to the Future. I think it's full of shit, man. These guys in the 80s think they knew what was going to come. I mean, we do have hoverboards. I've seen many videos of people just busting their fucking asses um, <laughs> on those things. But they don't really hover. They're on two wheels. But I guess a guy really did make a real working hoverboard that floats off the ground. Uh, cruises all around and stuff. Check that out on YouTube. Um, there is a... Uh, a video out there and uh, according to the the South China Morning Post the scmp.com um, there are flying cars that are coming soon but we still don't have them yet so back to the future and eh, they're hitting on some stuff I'm still waiting for my uh, um, my self-strapping Nike flights, um, I guess they did make those in real life, that freaking inflate, do all that cool stuff, and there is the real jacket that McFly wore, um, when they went into the future. So, anybody listening, uh, I would really like a pair of those. Um, I heard they're like $3,000 though, so, I mean, if you're feeling generous, I mean, hook a brother up, I ain't gonna go buy a pair. But, I would definitely wear them and do a McFly skit. Need the hat, need the coat, need the shoes. We can get this done. I'm pretty sure I have an old pair of uh, of jeans that would look just fine as Marty McFly's. Need those old stone wash, baby. Those old, uh, the Lee hitters. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Be all crunched up on the top of my high tops. Just looking 80s style. How we used to dress back in the day. Um, that movie came out. Shit, I was only... I think it came out in 85, I think it was 85, I was only 5 years old, so it was already out, I didn't see it until I was a teenager, and I was still fascinated by it, because there was all three movies, I did love them, good old freaking Christopher Lloyd, great Scott, just as uh, <laughs> the physics behind what they were doing, I mean, they tried to get down to the nitty gritty on that, and you know, Showing the, uh, uh, I was watching a video how the the physics work <laughs> on the car and everything, and the flux capacitor and all that, and it was just, I was laughing because these people were just into it, man, just, it's like, all oh, this stuff would really work if we could just figure out, you know, how to basically strap a nuclear bomb behind us, and it's like, you guys are ridiculous, <laughs> absolutely ridiculous, you know, put some nuclear power right behind your head in a DeLorean, you're crazy. Watching that thing go off and down the road. I mean, they always they already want to blow up anyway. 
but there is a factory um, here in Texas that's doing the DeLorean um, the remanufactures. I mean, the full stainless steel bodies. Uh, I mean, everything down down to the the AMC badge and all that stuff. Like they they're legit, but they've got awesome. They've got a, a supercharged uh, DeLorean you can get, and I'm sure it's it's some bucks. I'm not sure on the cost on that, but wouldn't that be fun to drive? I mean, you wouldn't have to worry about getting up to 88 miles an hour in that bad boy. You'd just be freaking second gear, 88 miles an hour, baby. That's what I'm talking about. But yeah, I hear that thing freaking spool up and just go flying by somebody like you're just about to freaking lift off. That'd be a head turner. I always did like that stainless steel body look. That thing's hot. I've only seen a couple in my lifetime running on the road. And it was actually in Bellingham uh, back, oh, it was probably 2006, 2007. I saw one, I chased the guy down. I had an Acura Integra at the time that was all souped up. And I I chased him down. It wasn't very hard. My car was a lot faster than that DeLorean. But uh, it was just a little four-speed, you know. And that was his only complaint. He was like, man, this thing doesn't build any power. I was like, dude, put a cold air intake on that thing. Put some exhaust you know, make open that thing up, make it breathe, it's fuel injected, so um, tune that computer, you know, make that thing have a hot ignition, you can make it quick that way, you know, that's the thing about those four-cylinder cars, man, you boost that ignition and make that thing breathe, and they'll, they'll scoot, as long as the, the transmission and suspension will handle it, you can wrap those things up in high RPMs, so I've always kind of wanted to build one of those. You guys ever seen that uh, uh, Family Guy episode where um, Steve and and gosh, well, I'm, I'm having a brain fart on the dad's name, Stan. Um, they're they're working together on building a, a DeLorean and everything, and trying to find the gull wing doors down to the knob and everything. And they're they're going across country racing this guy to get the. I think it was the last part they needed um, for it, but they're chasing this one guy. You know, they're going back and forth. Um, all over the countryside trying to beat this guy to the punch because he was building one too. It's a pretty good episode if you haven't seen it. It's it's worth watching. Is I would be that guy if I had that money, and uh, trying to you know just one piece at a time like that old Johnny Cash song, man. I'd I'd even do an old Cadillac like that and have freaking two tail lights on one side, one tail light on the other, got one fin, and it's about sixteen different. Chevy cars, you know, <laughs> it's a great song. Check that out. One piece at a time by Johnny Cash. I got it one piece at a time, and it didn't cost me a dime. But you know it's me when I come through your town. That's what I'm talking about right there. Some straight Johnny. So yeah, Back to the Future is. I mean, come on, it's a movie. I know, but I just thought it was kind of funny. I was reading an article on it earlier. I was like, man, Back to the Future was full of shit, but. There's some fun facts about that movie that I did not know when I was reading this article. That um, somebody else was actually, um, I think his name was John Stoltz, was actually going to play Marty McFly. And uh, he was just way too serious and uh, took it way too seriously and everything. And couldn't do like the, he even learned how to play guitar. Uh, was a decent skateboarder. But he took it, which couldn't do the, uh, uh, Spielberg called it the Daffy Duck kind of, you know, physical comedy stuff. So they paid him off and then, uh, um, they want, the first choice was, um, um, 
Michael J. Fox, but he was doing family ties at the time, so they had a scheduling conflict. But uh, they finally talked him into to being able to do it. So, man, that would have been a totally different movie with somebody else. And even the guy that played uh, Biff Tannen said that he took the rivalry way too seriously, and in their fight scenes he ended up with bruises on his collarbone and everything else because he just wasn't uh, wasn't getting that. It was just like a play fight, so kind of funny and interesting. And uh, uh, Huey Lewis in the news uh, did the song It's Power of Love, and uh, um, being that they did the song for that movie they were also asked to do the ghostbusters theme but they declined because they were they were working for that studio at the time so how much different would ghostbusters have been about that that song would have been way different i love huey lewis news man those guys are freaking bad to the bone i've seen them live oh three four times um i used to go there's the summer festival up in sandpoint um on the lake Ponderay. And uh, they played at the park, and they they had their little you know fair, all the booths and all that. And they had a little stage to play up there every year. Just a lot of fun. That was the first time I'd uh, I didn't even know that they'd wrote that song. I never put two and two together. I was a kid. I mean, just a little kid when when that stuff came out. They played that song, and it was just like hearing it on Back to the Future. I was just like, wow, amazing live performers. So yeah bouncing all over the place so if you guys haven't seen back to the future y'all kiddos that are listening to this uh go check it out it's worth watching it's cheesy it's corny but uh it's one of my favorite movies from from my childhood and i think it's uh worth watching and just some of the little stuff that they put in that movie that uh that you wouldn't even that you wouldn't catch you gotta watch that movie a couple times so uh yeah definitely worth it so Another funny fact about that movie was, uh, oh man, I just had this on my brain too. Oh, um, the 88 miles an hour things, like they had to work out the math due, um, not just due to the car, but because um, the producers it said 88 miles an hour looked cool on a, a digital, a digital uh, speedometer, and they figured it would be easier for the audience to remember and everything, so that was... Then they worked out the math afterwards of just what they would need, you know, for 88 miles an hour to work with the mathematics behind it. So they're trying to get technical with that. And it's like, man, <laughs> we got to make these people remember the 88 miles an hour here. So, so pretty funny stuff. And the other thing that I found really interesting, I didn't know the guy that played Biff. Um, I had his name written down. I don't, I'm not going to go flipping through the pages here, but we all know who Biff Tannen is if you've seen the movie. He's a musician. He's been doing stand-up comedy forever, and I looked up some of his stuff. He's fucking hilarious. Like, check it out. Absolutely worth checking out because he is super funny and a talented musician. And, you know, so I, I enjoyed looking that stuff up. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. What else we got on the agenda here? So, um, you guys, check out um, Something's Up with Steven. On, uh, we're on Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, uh, and Twitter. Um, at Something's Up with Steven. Um, at Steven M. Faber. At Slim Fabes. That's S-1-I-M-F-A-B-S. And hit me up on the official um, email for the show is S one 
S-L-I-M-F-A-B-S at gmail.com. That's Slim Fabes with a one for the L. And hit me up. We're on Patreon. And we are also on Anchor. So you guys can get at me that way. Anchor.fm backslash Stephen Michael Faber. And leave me an audio message. You might end up on the show. Um, just if, if you don't want it to end up on the show, tell me in the message. Just tell me what you think. Um, and just reach out there. I mean, all of our social media, smash those like buttons. Share it with your friends. Let's get it out there. Um, you can also become a monthly supporter on Anchor as well as Patron. And that's the patron.com backslash something's up with Steven. Um, and I'm also Stephen Faber on there as a, um, as a patron. So you can get at me either way. You can leave me messages, read our posts, share them with everybody. Um, let's make this thing a worldwide phenomenon. We are going to be, I have a few videos up on the YouTube, uh, channel, which are just little skit stuff. And I have a serious talk. Uh, if you guys didn't hear the last episode, um, we had tragedy here in Fort Worth and I was talking about everybody coming up being together and uh let's make some serious change in 2020 i'm i'm serious about that so we got some stuff going on um i am going to try to find the link for the gofundme page and put it in the description here for the uh west freeway church um that had um a few of its members were were gunned down and uh their families need some help um, paying for stuff, um, anybody that wants to help out, I'm going to put that link on there, and I appreciate you guys, um, uh, everybody that reached out and, and just said, hey, you know, they're, they're concerned about me and glad that I was okay, I love you guys, um, I got some of the greatest fans in the world, I would say the greatest fans in the world, and, uh, I just appreciate y'all believing in me and caring about what's going on around me, and uh listening to me and just lifting me up let's let's do that with everybody let's support everybody and and if you've got um an online business or um a website that you want to promote or anything um hit me up on one of the social medias and we'll talk about it and i have no problem um uh getting it out there for you and helping you share it um putting it on the podcast we are now on eight different platforms um, and you know, the biggest one being that the Apple podcast, uh, Google podcast, anchor and, uh, Spotify, but we're also on breaker on overcast, um, pocket casts, uh, gosh. And there's this off the top of my head. I'm just, I'm drawing a blank right now and I'm sorry for those formats that, uh, but you guys have been awesome getting it out there. Um, I've got some more ads in the works and, uh, I'm working with a few companies right now uh, to uh, finalize a, a deal on advertising so it won't be the same ad for very long all the time. I'm just trying to, uh, I'm not making much uh, as far as advertising, not asking for much either. So if you want to advertise with me and you're one of my members and, and listeners and want to get um, get your business out there or or your your uh your web page or um, online store, uh, just let me know. Um, I, I have no problem throwing up a spot for you or mentioning you and uh, and getting that information out there. So I love all of you and I appreciate your support. So um, it's the least I can do. So anyways, we're going to be moving on, moving on, moving on. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. 
I was watching YouTube and since I've been looking up uh, uh, just weird stuff on YouTube lately, my feed is crazy with just crazy off the wall shit. I watch a lot of podcasts and stuff, but I'm just showing up with a lot of cops and um, this one, and, and I don't know why it fascinated me so much. If anybody doesn't know who uh, Matt Dillahunty is, he is from the Atheist Connection. And, uh, and I'm not saying I'm an atheist or you shouldn't be an atheist or Christian or anything. I'm not even going down that road here. I just find this guy fascinating because um, he has a it's a website and it's just an open, it's on YouTube, open format for people just to call in. And uh, he has got such a level head and just thinks clearly like, um, and it is very articulate about he's just cool about what he believes in and everything. And I think everybody could learn something from this guy of just what, just a, has a cool demeanor, um, no nasty responses or anything. It, it's all reasonable and just a super cool guy. I'd be interested in having him on the show and just some of the stuff he's had to deal with people calling in. I mean, there's guys that troll him and they'll call up and be going through a serious discussion. And then all of a sudden at the end, I want to come beat your fucking head in you fat bald fuck. And just going crazy on him. It's nuts. And some of them are just hilarious. Um, but, uh, uh, I was pre-programmed as a kid that, you know, uh, Christianity and, and all that stuff went to church and all that. And, um, I'm not saying that I'm not Christian because I, I do, believe in in Christ I believe he was a real person um, but I don't believe in the church um, I believe uh, in his teachings and uh, to just the Bible is just a uh, is very much so just a guide on how to be good to one another and that's what I believe in is the pursuit of being good to each other is in all this crap just like well if you don't you're not a real Christian you're not this you're not that there's some of the most horrible people I've ever met in my life. So I'm just saying some of the people that call in and these people are calling themselves just Christians, super devout. I mean, they're going to college for this to become pastors and they are the nastiest people that call this man. Just, uh, it's wild. It just totally changed my perspective um, of really how religion just makes people crazy, man. It really does. I mean, look at all the wars that we've had in the world. It either starts over money, oil, or religion, baby. And that's, it's just, it's a true fact. Um, everything just boils down to that in one way or another. You got something we want or um, uh, we've, uh, we just don't like what you believe in and we don't like what you're teaching your people, you know? And that's, it's just true across the board, man. It's religion makes people freaking nuts. And, uh, that's why I've stepped back from the church, um, uh, pretty much 100% is, uh, I just believe in being good to each other and there's something be that you can learn from all walks of life, all genres of people. Um, and that's why you should always, uh, listen more than you speak. And I firmly believe that. So I'm just going to leave that there, but check out, um, uh, Matt Dillahunty, uh, the only thing I could think about when I was watching a couple of these videos, because it just popped up, I didn't go looking for it, was 
are these people like not thinking about like what Jesus would do? What would Jesus do? I just remember those bracelets like back in the day. They were handing those things out like crazy and like how these people are just they're freaking crazy. And making themselves look bad as well as just saying that, well, I'm a devout Christian and then they're just calling him a fat fuck and everything in the book and I should come stomp your head in and all kinds of shit. It's just crazy, man, but worth checking out. I actually probably laughed harder than than I had at any other video in quite a long time. And just, I was in a, a pretty dark place at the moment when I was seeing that. Just It was just crazy how stuff like that pops up when you're at, you know, you're at a low point. And it just really it brought a lot of inspiration to me. And just to, you know, not going out and somebody pisses you off and just shitting on his day you know maybe there's something i could say to him to make his day a little bit better and you know what when you do that you walk away and you feel a lot better about yourself it's like hmm, i did do something good and i'm not saying that shitting on somebody's day doesn't make you feel good sometimes too i'm just saying maybe we should pick our battles and not just do that to everybody that's all i'm saying i mean shit you want to show your dick to somebody i mean just you go right on ahead and freaking they deserve it shit show them it's uh people need to be checked and i really i really believe that in this, this some situation it is absolutely necessary to do that to somebody because if you don't do it who the fuck else is you know i've had to do it a few times in my life and and as i've gotten older i really i don't get myself into too many situations where i gotta do that because i just don't surround my people or myself with people that that really need to be checked that much and got a few people need to freaking every once in a while I gotta check them I try to do it in a nice way but they ain't listening trying to shut me down I will show my dick and I don't care like I just my inner dick comes out and just like listen fucker like and you're gonna listen to me right now you don't have a choice it's either shut up and walk away or listen to me so sometimes you gotta do it I just try not to I will avoid that situation as much as possible and it's some of it comes from I just don't like confrontation. I really don't. But some of it just comes from, um, and a lot of it is I'm trying to be, I think about stuff before I say it. And think about how that might affect somebody or somebody else that's around me that hears it, especially children. Um, ever since I had a kid, I, I think about it. And I used to not even care. I mean, I had no filter at all. I wouldn't care if I was in the middle of Walmart and there's a field trip around me. It was freaking i'd cuss somebody up one side and down the other and then laugh at them and they'd be like see kids like that's how it's done right there and just go trotting off but you know you gotta lead by example these days and uh back to the uh trying to change stuff as a, that's a good way to uh separate yourself from other people and not not get this chain of everybody coming together going it's being like that you know i, I wave at people now when i'm on the freeway uh, instead of uh, giving them the middle finger, and that's actually illegal here in Texas. Uh, somebody, I saw somebody getting a ticket for it in the parking lot, and then he started going off on the cop, and I was sitting there listening, getting out of it. It was in a Home Depot parking lot, and it was a couple years ago now. I was working for DFW Wildlife, and the guy was like, "What else I did? That's a finger. That's free speech." He was like, "No, you flipped off a freaking car that that, that was loaded up with kids." And I saw you do it. You can't do that. So he decides he's going to freak out on the cop. And the cop just put him in handcuffs, put him in the back of the car. I was like, damn. Serious about that down here in Texas. You can't be abusing people anymore. So 
but people are getting too thin skin. And it's either that or they're they're keyboard pirates, man. They're just waiting for somebody to say something so they can go unleash that justice and clack clack clacking on that keyboard. Just man. It's just wild. I mean, you can hardly, you got to be very careful what you post up on social media because there'll be somebody trying to be all hateful on you, even if you didn't mean nothing by it. You know, that's why I fully put up that um, the things that I comment and say on my regular page, that's me. If I'm on anything that something's up with Steven, this is comedy. This, it's it's going to be okay. Like, don't cry. Don't get that mad. It's just comedy. These are jokes. The stuff that I joke about, I'm twisted, I'm demented. I, I come from a freaking serious, serious um, uh, family dysfunction, you know. I have to find light somewhere, man. People aren't making it easy to be happy anymore, so i got to find that happiness within myself. And sometimes I'm telling a fucked up joke or uh, making fun of something that somebody else is like, that's just wrong, you shouldn't say that. Well, whatever, then don't listen. And that's just my personal opinion on it. But if I do offend you, I will apologize to you. I have no problem with that. Unless it's outlandish and just like, why does that bother you? Then if I don't understand it, and I'm pretty open-minded, if I don't get where you're coming from, well, there's probably a reason for that. Nobody's going to get where you're coming from, and maybe you should rethink about how you're thinking about stuff. So anyways, yeah. This, I'm, I'm pre-programmed, so yeah. I'm I'm open-minded to everything though, and I try to take uh, uh, teachings from uh, all walks of life and um, all cultures and their religions uh, because there's good in everything. You can't just say people are bad because other people tell you that they're bad. Um, you always you question authority always in always, and uh, that is the freaking statement of the day, people. Question authority always and in all ways. If your teachers told you that something's real, don't take their fucking word for it. Go out there and research that shit yourself. If you don't agree with something somebody's saying, then go find the other side of the argument. Just don't make yourself look like an asshole, like just coming up with some freaking non, some baseless facts. Well, the Bible's real because the Bible says it's real. That's not fucking real, man. That's, that's not science. It's not, you know, I'm just, and this is just some of the shit I was watching on that. It's just, it's just, you come with a horrible argument. You're not making yourself look very good here. So come correct with your guys' arguments, man. If you're going to go argue about something, be prepared. Do some research. Don't just say, just because I know. That's not an argument. That's fucking ridiculous, and you sound retarded. So just saying. Let's see. Yeah, and just it basically just don't do shitty stuff. That's that's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. And none of us know what's true anyway. I'm just saying, none of us really know. So how do you really know? I mean, I know gravity's real because I get freaking, you know, you drop a pen in front of me, it's tangible. There's some science behind it. I get that. But there's other stuff I don't understand and I don't just go, hey... It's just because I know, and I know it's real. I'm not going to say that about anything. It's ridiculous. There's no science behind it. There's no, uh, yeah, there's just, there's there's no substance to that argument. Just because I know, well, who, who the hell are you? I mean, 
shit, I heard a statement earlier that just, it was profound, man. It's on the Joe Rogan experience. The guy's talking about, um, did you go to an 18-year-old to solve all the world's problems and everything? I mean, he's 18. What the fuck does he know about the world? And if he can't make his own freaking bed and clean up his own room, how the hell is he going to solve any world problems? Let's be real about this, people. And uh, it's where it's going. You know, people, everybody's got an opinion now, and they think it's more important than everybody else's, so, you know, so I can just, so, so you know, you have to listen to me, I got the microphone, so my opinion is more important than yours. Doesn't that just sound dumb? It's crazy. People are weird. I love it. But that led into, from all that stuff on YouTube, led into, uh, <laughs> you're bad at social media with Fluffy. If you guys have not checked this guy out, it is freaking hilarious, man. Check him out. Um, especially YouTube. Uh, uh, you're bad at social media or bad at Tinder or whatever. But channel, his name is Fluffy. Um, episode 63. <laughs> this chick dressed up as Tomb Raider. And, I mean, she looked good, too. Like, had the full gear on, had the guns pointing them. And in the back corner, if you freaking move and make enlarge that picture a little bit she forgot to put away her fuck doll in the back it's just stuff like that and uh people making ridiculous comments and just typing stuff that doesn't make any sense you know because we know meth heads use the freaking internet too that's usually what it is somebody's just so drunk they can't even type but some of them are just illiterate people and it's pretty funny stuff so check him out because people are just weird people are weird <laughs> But yeah, there's a few good ones like uh, this mom was going off and it was, there was no grammar. There was no sentences. It was just one long rambling paragraph that didn't fucking make sense about how her kids, she raised kids and kids don't take care of me. You're supposed to, when you get older, take care of your parents. And, and I'm, I'm actually using grammar here. This is not verbatim. You'll have to watch the video to check it out. And the daughter replies, you think I'm not taking care of you because I don't want to give you a ring that you want that I own? Like, how ridiculous. Well, you Geminis are all just talking about she's a Gemini and they're not always nice and all those things. She's basically two-faced and you're supposed to take care of your parents and all this stuff. And it's like, night mom, like, you must be drunk again. Like, it's it's good stuff. I was just watching that before we started part <laughs> podcasting. <laughs> and I was laughing. I'll be watching some more of that when we get done here tonight while I'm editing. It is definitely worthwhile. But we are going to go on a short break. i got to split these up, uh, use the restroom and whatnot, and get my second segment all queued up. Uh, this is Something's Up with Stephen, and I am Stephen Michael Faber. I'll be back, y'all. up people and we're back something's up with steven coming at your ear hole hot you better duck son might end up in your ear hole well like i was saying man people are fucking weird and this last segment is going to be dedicated to this because there is so much to be said um about selling your soiled undies online also jarred farts 
Mmm. Jarred farts and aardvarks. Oh, man. That's got to be a rap song. I'm going to have to write that. <laughs> so, uh, I was watching that. Just the crazy stuff on YouTube, man. And there really is a market for selling your soiled undies. Guys, chicks. Um, there's even a website that will uh, show you how to market it. <laughs> it gets you out there. Start off with an Instagram, you know, showing people, uh, I mean, s uh, selling pictures of your feet, of your hands, of just weird stuff. People want a t-shirt that smells like you. Like, it's it's crazy. But man, if my sweaty ass t-shirt's going to make me a freaking 40 bucks, I can go buy another one freaking online for a couple bucks. So, I mean, I might end up doing this. I mean, if you're one of those crazy fans of this, I mean, let's have a conversation about this. I want to I want to know more. And I want to sell you my freaking sweaty undies, baby. And that's what you want is that Hershey stain freaking just woke up from a wet dream. And that's a dream for you. I mean, I'm all about that. Get that hitter. <laughs> go to buymysoiledundies.com backslash Stephen Michael Faber. I'm going to get it going. I'm going to get this website up. Get it popping, baby. <laughs> it's so good. That's just... Is it like just a weird fetish thing? Like, what is it about that? Like, I was watching one of these fetish shows too and it was uh, on A&E. It's like my crazy fetish and... Like, guys having these fetishes about, like, women being giants. Like, they make these little city, like, landscapes, and they want to be crushed and stepped on by these women that are just Amazonian, you know, and they'll make their environment look like they're much larger, like Godzilla. <laughs> I mean, there's all kinds of crazy shit, man. Dudes dating freaking, you know, young dudes. I'm talking in their early 20s. Got a fetish for uh, dating 75-year-old women. And it even showed him, like, go out on a date, and he's being this perfect gentleman, and then takes her back to the pad, got liquor all up in the corner. He gets these old ladies all liquored up, wants to dance with them, and, <laughs> and uh, yeah, and it shows him, uh, I, I, I dipped out after he started making out with this lady, because she had some teeth on her son. You can tell back in the day that she was, I mean, probably... Very, very good-looking lady. And it wouldn't be weird if she was with somebody that was, you know, her age. So maybe it's just me. It just, I found it so uncomfortable. Just so, just like, ooh. Like, I was having a hard time watching it because I was just like, what if I was that dude that was doing that, like, dating old-ass ladies? Like, I couldn't do it because it just, it's just the cringe factor, man. I was just like, ah. And I think I've talked about this one time before. It just kind of ties in with this whole freaking <laughs> selling my soiled undies. I'm going to get the freaking jarredfart.com going. Because, I mean, really, I mean, think about this. You throw up a... Uh, a website, um, Craigslist ad, you know, Facebook marketplace of some freaking just smoking hot chick saying, hey, you want to freaking buy my jarred farts or my underwear? It's 
you know, 40 bucks plus freaking 10 bucks shipping and handling. It's 50 bucks right there. And these fools don't know it could be some old fat bastard sitting in a freaking room farting into jars. And it's not like you're going to open the jar and go, oh, nope, that's a guy fart. That definitely wasn't a chick fart, you know. There's no way to differentiate. Oh, I just made up a word there. Differentiate. Um between farts man she could have just had freaking good old you know playing battle shits with her girlfriend after eating some taco bell or something you know it's a harold and kumar reference right there i mean there's just no way to know and just people are into that it's just so so crazy like i mean i wonder if there's like a different market for for uh like guys that sit or gals that sit in an office all day and then you want to freaking you know then they want your panties for you know what your butt smells like rubbing up against that chair all day clickety clacking on the keyboard you know just you know doing some secretarial work and then you get you know picture of some hot secretary or whatever or some dude that's dressed up all in business for for the uh the other <laughs> the other dudes and uh yeah, just sell it like that versus somebody that's outside all day just sweating their nuts off in the freaking heat, pouring some concrete or something, you know? You know, working hard, building a house, or working on cars or something, something manly. I bet you, or or for, you know, you're an athlete or whatever, like, there's different levels to the funk, man. I mean, you can make it totally funkadelic where, you know, is there a market for... You don't wipe for a few days and then send off those uh, send off those bad boys, you know, or uh, show them what you're about to eat. And this is this is what what created this jarred fart right here. Is uh, I went out to uh, Mexican Inn and ate three freaking bean burritos and a whole gang of chips and salsa. Versus, okay, these are the McDonald's farts right here. These are the, these are those good hitters that actually smell. Just like McDonald's French fries. I know we've all had it before, man. You eat enough of those French fries, it comes out smelling like that, dog. I'm just saying. It's real stuff. <laughs> but I just couldn't believe that there was actually a website dedicated to showing you how to market this. So if you're interested in doing this, look it up. It's on Google. I promise you, you will find it. It's wild. It just fascinated me. Just like, man, is this actually an option? Like, I could use a little extra money, man. and get some stuff for the podcast. Am I willing to put myself out there like that? Or am I going to, you know, do that stealth marketing where I just throw up somebody else's picture, you know? Some random, you know, you can grab one online. I mean, I know that's, it's. I'm just, I'm kidding here. I wouldn't do that. I would have to show myself sitting in a freaking leather chair, just sweaty with freaking jelly dripping off my chin down face you know don't shave your nipples for a couple weeks so they're nice and hairy you know get my finger in my belly button it's all back you know make me feel like i just drank 26 budweiser's i wonder what these are gonna smell like get those hot and sweets in a jar sent right to your doorstep and you can get that fresh whiff and like, Oh yeah, that's Budweiser, man. <laughs> like, oh Lord. Oh, people are weird. It's good stuff, man. Uh, who knows? Let's I mean, let's get a hold of me on the uh 
uh, something's up with Steven official page. Let's let's talk more about this on that official group page. Let's let's get a, a mass marketing scheme going on. Get this out of me. And these guys want to be doo doo freaks and love your skeevy your skeevy jeans and your your uh, old holy t shirts. Got an oil stain as well as a as pit stains in it. They want to pay for that. Let's give these crazy motherfuckers what they want. We can do it. We all just make a, a group just laughing, making the, the most disgusting product that we possibly can and send it out to them. Because we know, <laughs> we'll know the truth, but they won't. We'll just throw up, you know, some porn star's image that this is who it's coming from. <laughs> I don't know why I find this so funny, but I'm just, I'm interested. <laughs> Let's make this happen. I love it. <laughs> dudes and chicks alike so how crazy is it some, there's some dude out there probably lives in his mom's basement that wants to buy your underwear knowing that you're a dude I bet you those guys are out there doesn't even just have to be you can just put your own picture up there I mean there'll be somebody but you have to market it that's the whole thing you gotta get that that out there and that's where I would draw the line on <laughs> putting my name on it the jarred farts thing, that's funny enough, man, but I'm just selling my undies and stuff. I just that'd be a little bit too weird for me. Just knowing that there's some dude freaking huffing on my freaking undies. Something my dogs won't even do. They know better. I freaking wake them up sometimes with a ripper on the couch, you know, because they like to sleep under the blankets. I mean, they're gasping for air. I'd make some good ones, man. It'd be some good content for some people. I'd have to charge double for that. You know? There's some place you go over into Nevada where that that prostitution's legal, and you got to pay double for that kind of action. You, I mean, like Robert Paul Champlain, man. I mean, he said he dated Fred, Freddie Mercury, and uh, <laughs> and I bet you he let Freddie Mercury fart in his mouth after he did a rail off his junk. I mean, there's those guys out there, just into that leather mustache scene, you know, like the uh, what was that bar called the 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 Blue Oyster or whatever from. Uh, uh, police academy <laughs> they go in not knowing that it's a it's a it's a these dudes are dudes are dudes leather bar it's a biker bar but they like dudes they have no idea but it's the best night they ever had in their life <laughs> it's just funny stuff let's we got to have more conversations about this people let's let's get this thing going if somebody wants to build me a website go ahead and do that man i'll I'll put my stamp of approval on that i'll even I'll go get myself a wax seal for for the jars and everything. We'll make my own stamp for the top. Got that uh, <laughs> that Stedman Graham seal of approval on it. A number one quality methane product. Now, here's another question with that. So being that it's a methane product, I mean, could you ship it? Could you legally ship it without having to put some kind of... <laughs> put some kind of gas code on it or something like that you know how the um there's the hazard placards and all that for like the back of trucks they're carrying you know something that's that's caustic or flammable on it would you have to put one of those bad boys on it legally or would you send it covert look like you're you're just sending a jar till they crack that baby open and there's like oh jesus be running out, you know, you'd have to send it overseas. You have customs agents freaking having to crack one of those bad boys open, man. I... <laughs> oh my god, oh my god, it's oh my god. 
could just imagine just like a horrid, just a horrified look on one of their faces when they realized that it was a jarred fart, and they just they just opened Pandora's jar, baby. <laughs> now, and does the fart get exponentially worse as it's been sitting in a jar for a while, or would it taper off and not smell like nothing? I, I mean, I'd devise a funneling system, and as soon as that bad boy comes out, man, you freaking you cork that thing off. It ain't coming back out. I'd make sure the quality was high. If you want, I mean, I'd want to make some that stays with them, makes them rethink their life, and maybe that they don't really want to do that. <laughs> you know, something makes their their sad basement apartment <laughs> smell like that for about a week. You know, comes out and they freaking open that bad boy and take a whiff out of it. And they got a freaking brown stain on the bottom of their nose. Just saying. <laughs> so thank you so much, uh, Fluffy. Uh, go to his YouTube channel. This is, I mean, this is some of the funniest stuff I've ever heard of and seen. And uh, it was actually after seeing a post of this chick that was saying, and she just looked hammered sitting on a couch saying that she was selling panties and jarred farts on there, so I had to look it up and see if it was a real thing, and sure as shit, it was a real thing. <laughs> and the other thing, this is the other thing, so uh, now I had to look this up and see if it's real. This is real, people. There are girls that are um, buying urine uh, from other people or using their own, um, there's a fetish thing that girls are using other people's urine to bathe in as well as wash their hair with because it strips all the natural oils and all that makes your hair super soft and dyes it a little bit. I guess it is a natural highlighter. Uh, <laughs> how weird it'd be to be buying jars of piss so you can freaking wash your hair and it just, ugh, ugh. But there's... There was a post, and I saw it with my own eyes. Check out Fluffy's channel. There were there was two chicks going back and forth talking about bathing in it, and just how it gives them energy, and how her hair's getting lighter. And showed a picture of her hair. When I looked it up, the chick showing a picture of her before and after bathing in piss hair. And I was I was mortified. Just like I mean. Just don't get me wrong, I played baseball and sports when I was younger, ran a lot, biked a lot, skated a lot. I got athlete's foot from skating all the time. And because, I mean, most of the time you're skateboarding, it's, I mean, spring to summer, I mean, up in, in Washington State, there's very few occasions that you can that you can skate during the during the winter. It just rains so much. Um, central, eastern Washington, central Washington, you can pretty much skate year-round as long as it's not raining. It'll get cold as balls, but it'll be sunny. You know, it's more desert climate out there, but um, uh, near the ocean where I grew up, um, you're right in the foothills of the mountains, and you've got um, the bay right on the other side of you, so you're, uh, it's raining 60% of the, of the year, just period, so... But I would have to get rid of athlete's foot. I mean, you can buy all the creams you want. The best way to get rid of it is pee on your feet and shower. I mean, I'm talking within 24 hours, the fungus is receding. And uh, it takes away the itch and everything. Um, I learned that uh, playing baseball um, in Little League. 
had athlete's foot real bad from cleats. I was trying to break in this pair of cleats. Thought it was cool with my first pair of cleats, so I was wearing them around town, trying to round up all the troops to go play baseball so I could show off my cleats and my new glove and all this to my friends, being like, I'm going to be a pro baseball player. And, uh, yeah, I ended up with freaking bad case of athlete's foot because I was wearing those McGregor's, the cheap cleats from Kmart didn't breathe or made out of plastic and oh man worst case of it and I had to show my coach because I could I could barely even run because it I had my feet were so split up and he told me to go pee on them. and being I let him get so bad it took a little while to heal but um ever since that point on I start getting you know you get that dryness in between your toes and the redness pee on my feet gone um, never had athlete's foot for more than 24 hours uh, in my adult life because of that uh, great piece of uh, medical information that the enzymes in your urine actually kill that bacteria. So, uh, you know, you got, you know, dudes wear work boots and you can't keep, you start getting that swamp foot because you're not keeping your feet dry from sweating in them. I mean, use that talcum powder and um, use those breathable socks because you, you know you need that ventilation. If you're wearing boots um, that that don't breathe at all, I mean you want some real leather. Don't be wearing those plastic boots that hold everything in. I mean just oil up your leather so they're waterproof. Um, and keep those feet breathing, man. You're wearing those cheap boots. Be using that talcum powder and you start getting that. Just be on your feet, man. It really does work. It's crazy stuff. But yeah, I learned that a long time ago. And uh, so now this is my question with this. These girls that are, I mean, if they have eczema or uh, skin rashes or, uh, you know, something just going on uh, with their skin in general, um, does it take that away too? I mean, they're talking about it energizing you. I mean, I don't know if, uh, if soaking in your pee would energize you. But I've also, in that same whole category of looking that up there was um a whole bunch of people that talked about drinking their own urine and i was just like no 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 and these people are swearing by its um powers to uh kill bacteria in your body and it's sanitary and the only thing i could think of was uh was uh, dodgeball when patches ohula hands talked about it necessary is it necessary for me to drink my own urine no but it's sterile and I like the flavor. <laughs> so these people are making up uh, all these medical benefits and everything for doing it just so they have an excuse to drink their own piss, man. Why don't you just say that you like the taste and it's sterile. I'm not getting sick from it. I'm not hurting nobody. I mean, if you like doing it, don't make some shit up to make it okay to do it. Just, just do it and say you like it. Make up some bullshit reason why you do it. <laughs> People are fucking crazy, man. I don't know. If you do drink your own piss, whatever. Nobody cares. Trust me. All the shit that's going on in the world right now, nobody cares. Let you in on a little secret. I don't fucking care. But be honest about it. If you're going to talk about it and bring it up, tell some people there's some medical benefits to this. Medical benefits to taking ibuprofen. But it's also not good for you. So, and now they're finding that out. So, just saying, I think uh, there's a reason that it's expelled from your body. Like, we're, I mean, you're in the desert and you're dying. 
you need that water yeah i mean just piss right in your own mouth because there is it'll it'll rehydrate you again it's, it does have salts and proteins and all kinds of stuff in it um but i mean we're talking in an emergency situation you know i learned that in in some survival courses that that i've been in is, is how to survive like that and um it came right down to it and i i really knew that i was gonna die if i didn't get something to drink then yes i would do that would i do it because i like it fuck no there ain't no way in hell and uh but if i did you know i would just tell people that i like it i wouldn't be like oh yeah well, it's helping my liver and everything, and I'm replenishing all the sodium and everything. Go get yourself some fucking Pedialyte. It tastes better than piss. I guarantee it. And they got different flavors. You don't get one flavor. Piss. That's the only flavor you get when you drink that. So anyways, I'm going to get off that one. <laughs> it's just funny, though, man. And it is 2020 now. Uh, I got a text earlier um, from Brother Jamie saying, uh, my vision for this year is 2020. Pretty funny. <laughs> and you always say hindsight's 2020, but now you can look forward and it's really 2020. <laughs> so what is 1920 versus 2020? Got 100 years in the making right there. I mean, back then we're just coming out of one of the world wars, World War One. Um, women were uh, uh, changing uh, the world with how uh, they wanted society to look at them. They were cutting their hair shorter, out doing the Charleston, smoking in public, being bad girls. Stuff that pretty much every 14-year-old does now. Uh, minus the Charleston, they're just freaking booty dancing on everything. But, uh, yeah, there's, uh, there's a place up in uh, Edmonton. Uh, that uh, up in Canada, they have the speakeasies and stuff. And, you know, it's right over, Edmonton's right over the, the Canadian border right there. And they used to run in between Chicago. I, I do believe it was right there. It was in Chicago. is is the city that they were, they were bringing the bootleg booze in from, made Al Capone uh, an extremely wealthy man and, and uh, funded the mob actions and stuff around there in Chicago. But uh, they got a real speakeasy, you know, it's a bookcase, and they open up the door, and there's a bar behind it. I definitely want to go there someday if I ever start touring, doing stand-up, or doing the live podcast. Uh, that is definitely a town I'm going to do it in, because I want to go to one of those speakeasies. I don't really drink, but hey, I'd like to go to one, at least drink a Coke. It'd be fun. And actually, I would make that exception right there if I got to go to a real ancient speakeasy and i'm saying 100 years ago was ancient um real speakeasy from uh from the roaring 20s i would definitely be drinking some beer i'm just on a hiatus from it right now you know you know figuring stuff out keeping motivated so i'm not saying i'm a total quitter i'm just saying it's just not good for me to be doing right now I'm doing it for the, i was doing it for the wrong reasons so at the sometimes you just got to reset and change the way you're thinking about stuff, you know, it's about bettering yourself in this lifetime for lead by example, so I believe you can do anything you put your mind to, you know, I was told that as a kid, but it took me until I was about, you know, 39 years old to figure that out, that actually, that's not some bullshit, you know, everybody can change their own destiny, 
that we're not stuck in the path that we're on. Um, if you're handed a shitty deck, well, just freaking hustle up some cards and change that deck, you know? You don't have to freaking just have all twos, man. I mean, that's a good hand sometimes, but it's easily beatable. You can get yourself those four aces. Lay down a four ace king high, baby. You're going to beat that. I want myself a royal flush. I'm going to beat that shit. That's what I'm going to do. That's what I'm doing. Changing those cards, man. My royal flush. Royal flush, the spades. See who else got a better hand than that. So, we can all get out there and do that stuff. So, But, yeah, it's just how it's really not too much. We're in a revolutionary period uh, here coming in the 2020s with uh, with all of our movements that are going on uh, 100 years later and the women are standing up for themselves um, and there's nothing wrong with that I'm not talking shit about that at all um, the Me Too movement um, I'm I'm glad I mean these pieces of shit that that are, are doing this and sexually uh, the sexual predators and stuff and are going after these women they deserve that shit man like you just shouldn't treat human beings like that period so Good for you, um, getting out there. I've been through some traumatic stuff myself, so I understand the mindset there. Sometimes it's hard to even talk about. So I applaud uh, the men and women that have uh, come forward, um, especially about uh, uh, workplace sexual harassment. And uh, and I'm not saying I agree with um, every single case that I've heard of, because some of them, you know, it, with anything that comes along in society, you're going to have those people that are you know, riding those coattails for the wrong reasons, you know. They're just you know, succubuses, you know, and that's men and women, you know. They're just seeing that opportunity to cash in. That's what they do. But the people that have really been through these traumatic events, I applaud you for standing up. Um, it, it takes a lot of heart and it takes a lot of digging deep and uh, to expose yourself like that and to relive uh, what's happened to you. Because that is what they have to do in court, you know. It's it's uh, devastating all over again. So I applaud you and good job. Um, but we're also in a you know with marijuana, we're in a probationary period. Going back to the prohibition, we're fighting the feds. It's coming legal. We got a few states. Um, it needs to be legal all across the board. But we're we're fighting the good fight down here, Texas DFW, normal baby, uh, representing. Freaking what's up? You remember DFW normal, man. Sup? Keep that fight going. Uh, people that are going to uh, to legislation and pushing for this, like Ingrid Evers and uh, and other folks like that that are uh, um, professional, uh, or I consider professionals at uh, um, writing um, governors and uh, and applying for these grants and, and stuff to help with... Uh, get funding for uh, DFW Normal and set up these events and and uh, the presence just down there in Austin um, is awesome. I come from a state where it has become legal uh, for medical and recreational and we have some stuff going on here. Um, first step was it becoming medically legal for seizure patients and we're going to keep pushing. We've got the conversation on the table now whereas it wasn't heard before. So um, I applaud Anybody that is involved with that, I proudly wear my DFW normal um, stuff, even to work. Um, and it just raises, if somebody's got questions about it, um, I have it on. 
Um, you can look at me like I'm a pothead, but the funny thing is, is I haven't even been smoking lately. I only smoke uh, when I feel like it. So, um, it's not something that defines me. Not all potheads are uh, uh, skeefy stoners that live in their parents' basement, man. We're all professionals and uh, people that are trying to make real change in this country so people can have their medicine without having to rely on big pharma. Uh, that's what that fight's all about. Um, everybody should have their access to their own kind of medicine and not what's being shoved down our throats. Um, we should have a choice in that matter. Um, this is the land of the free, and we're all going to unite and uh, and show them what, what it's all about when we all lock arms and and, and come for you, you know, because we're all tired of it. We're, we're tired of, the, of just being put down and being told that what we're doing is wrong, and... Uh, and who are you to tell me that my life's wrong when politician after politician is being brought up on charges and you're worse people than we are? Like, it's it's ridiculous stuff. So that's what that's all about, is uh, taking it back. Power to the people, baby. I'm all about it. But, yeah, so we've got that prohibition going on. Um, then with the, the Me Too movement, same as, you know, with the Roaring Twenties, and technology is changing rapidly. I mean, it, not just our cell phones and everything. I mean, right at that time, I mean, communication was, um, uh, automobiles were, uh, were becoming, uh, very, very, uh, more domesticated where everybody was starting to get one, you know, they'd been around for a while. Um, the uh, assembly lines were, were produced. Henry Ford, um, the innovator of the assembly line, the mass production of the automobile to make it production cheaper so we can put it in every home and the development of just i mean the industrial revolution is just um crazy going into i mean it led into the great depression you know with the stock market crashing and everything and everybody you know losing their shit so uh that's what i feel like um the direction that we're heading in this country right now is um is some big collapse is going to happen like that financially you know getting a little bit too big for our britches or is it um these big companies that get too big for their britches what i mean what is it but i'm all about letting the little guy get rich and get up to that level where we can uh do our own style of business and do the things that we like to do um i think we should all have a universal income so we can pursue our dreams um you know a housing stipend pays for our food and our housing and our medical insurance, and then what we make working is what we put out there into the economy. I think that's a good way to do it. Um, but I, I'm a dummy. I don't know how logistically that would work, or economically, because there's always the people that are gonna, you know, try to take advantage of that and not do things, with, you know, with their life. But you know, that's that's another conversation for another day. I just don't even know how that would work. I just I just believe it's a good idea. Um, there's a lot of pros to it, but there's a lot of cons, so that's why I need to talk to somebody that's much smarter than myself, and that's where this part of the segment comes in. I need guests for the show. Um, we can do it remotely. Uh, all you need is an Anchor app and a cell phone, and we can talk back and forth um, over our cell phones, and then I will edit, chop it up later, and put it on. Not saying that I would redact your statements or do anything like that. Full conversations would be put up. 
um, good or bad. I mean, make me sound like a dummy. I'm all about education and learning and entertainment as well. So if you got a business that you want to promote, um, you got something that you want to say to everybody else, then we can make it happen. Just get at me on the Anchor app. Um, you can get at me on Patreon. And these are all at Something's Up With Steven, at Steven Faber, or at Slim Fabes. Um, if you use Twitter, um, I'm at Slim Fabes on there. That's S-1-I-M-F-A-B-S. You can send me an email at S-1-I-M-F-A-B-S at gmail.com. And uh, I may not respond to everybody, but that is my personal email. I read all of your emails. So if you guys want to send me some music for the show or um, you want to ask where you can send, if you guys got some artwork or something, we're going to about to launch this YouTube thing where all these episodes are going to be on YouTube. So I'm trying to set up backdrops and stuff. If you guys got something cool um, that you want me to promote and display for advertisement, um, we can talk there over um, over email of how to get it to me. I'm definitely not going to put my address out there in the ether, um, but there is ways to do that. Um, we are also on Facebook, and we have our groups, the official fan page, which is under the groups, that's the official Something's Up With Steven, and then we have the Something's Up With Steven page, and that is basically, for, it's the business page, um, we're expanding on that constantly, and there's going to be merch coming up and everything, so, um, you know, the YouTube that we already have up, that's Something's Up With Steven, uh, subscribe to the channel, smash that like button, share it with everybody you know, share on all these platforms, we're on, if you just like listen to the podcast, we're on nine different platforms now, um, I do believe I said eight, um, at the beginning, uh, anchor.fm um, backslash Stephen Michael Faber, um, go on there, it shows all the platforms we're on, the major ones, uh, we are pretty much on every major one, we're still working on iHeartRadio, um, that's going to happen sooner or later, they're going to have to give in to me because I'm not going to shut up about it, um, yeah, so um, I appreciate y'all listening tonight, and be good to one another, you savages, you're listening to this on your way to work, let that guy merge. Um, get over if there's an emergency worker on the side of the road. Let's just be good to each other. You got that guy in line that's that's uh, in front of you scrounging for change to get his morning coffee. Just pick it up for him. You know, just little things like that go a long way in this world. And if we all do it, man, the world is such a brighter place. But I love each and every one of you and hope that you have the best possible day you can have. And the beginning of 2020 is an excellent one and opens up opportunities for you and yours. So until we meet again, I am Stephen Michael Faber and I'm out. Uh, something's up with Stephen up in this motherfucker. Something's up with Stephen. Something's up with Stephen. Not in this house. I said not in this house. Something's up with Steven. Yeah, something's up with Steven. What are the things we're going to talk about today? All the things I gotta say. 
hear all of these things I gotta say. Something's up with Steven, coming at you live. Something's up with Steven. Yeah, something's up with Steven. Oh, something's up with Steven. What the fuck is up with Steven? Bitch got you dreaming. He got you steaming. Cause the something's up with Steven. Not in this house. I said not in this house. Not in this house. Stay quiet like a mouse cause we on set and live.